quite like to be Ben and Jerry's, but worry that you'll end up more Kylie Jenner. Welcome to The Soapbox, the politics and marketing podcast for business owners with a social conscience. People who want to use their business platforms for good, but are slightly concerned that they'll just end up cancelled. I'm Peter O'Brien Day, a copywriter, messaging strategist and politics geek. I spent years making politics more accessible, first as a youth worker and then helping my clients weave their politics and ethics through their messaging so that they pull in more customers with their aligned values. And now I want to help you champion the causes that you care about without turning your Instagram feed into a telethon. Every Thursday, we make space to pick apart the sticky issues of the day and how to talk about them in your content. We cover how to choose which issues you want to talk about, how not to sound like that guy on the street corner with a megaphone, and what to do when you get that inevitable pushback. And we speak to entrepreneurs who live this out daily and the lessons that they've learned along the way. So sit back, get comfortable, and get ready to jump on your soapbox. I'm recording this episode in the week that Hamas terrorists launched a horrendous attack on Israeli civilians. And then the Israeli government retaliated against civilians in Gaza. But as the horrendous situation unfolds on the ground, and a familiar story is playing out online. Statements, condemnations, calls to support, arguments, confusion, hate, prejudice. I am not a geopolitical expert. I have a rudimentary understanding of the history and context of the Israeli-Palestinian situation, and I have many half-formed thoughts on oppression, terrorism and global powers. But I also have a deep empathy for the humans stuck in the middle of all this, whichever side of the border they sit. We still don't know how to address issues that blend political ideologies with human suffering. And, as business owners, that's a problem, because we're all expected to have something to say. So either we copy and paste something that someone else has said, because we feel it aligns with our values, hey, it's no shade if that's what you want to do, Or we completely ignore the issue because we're scared of getting cancelled. Or, more realistically, of getting something wrong and hurting someone else. And so, because this is really why the soapbox exists, today I'm going to talk about what not to do as a business owner when a sensitive political issue, a tragedy, or a conflict flashes up on your phone screen, and what to try instead. In the show notes today, I will put as much information as I can from people who are experts on the situation so that you can feel as educated and as supported as you need to. But my wish today is that you take something from me that helps you make more human connections in the midst of confusion, balancing your humanity, your social conscience, and the fact that you are still running a business in the middle of all of this. The first what not to do? Don't speak without engaging your brain. There's an expectation online that as a business owner or a brand, you have to have an immediate take or position on every issue. You have to get your statement out there first. And if you sit and mull things over, if you take some time to get educated or talk to those affected, then you're weak cowardly even, that you don't really care, or you would have immediately jumped on stories and told everyone what you think. 
But I think that there are two things you should do before you even put pen to paper, fingers to keyboard, or turn your mic on. Firstly, check in with the reality. Make sure that you do have a decent understanding of the whole picture, that you've made an effort to find reliable information, and that you have a coherent point to make, that you're not just adding to the noise. And secondly, check in with yourself. Do you have the capacity to engage with this topic in public right now? Do you have unresolved trauma around it? The whole you can't pour from an empty cup thing is so cliched these days, but it's true. Too often, activists, campaigners, people who care, pour out so much of themselves that then they break, and they have nothing left to give, and that doesn't help their causes at all. So what should you do instead? Take care of yourself and your loved ones. And do take time to work out what you want to say, if anything. The second not to do. Don't conflate people with their politics. You can disagree with someone's opinion or belief, or their reading of a situation, without hating them, thinking they're evil, or calling your followers to block and cancel them. I talk about this a lot on this podcast, in my soapbox membership, with my friends. The world is not binary, and you can't reliably put people into categories without them spilling over the edge of those categories. The beloved great-uncle who used to let you snuggle up on his lap and tell him about your day might also disagree with you on the border crisis. Your best friend, the one you snuck into class late with in college, might have voted the opposite way to you on the Brexit referendum. This does not make your relationship with them any less wonderful. It does not make them horrible people. And the sooner we can all get our heads around that, the sooner we can start making our world a nicer place to be. To tackle those problems that we can do something about. I talked in episode two about how to have better conversations. Conversations that are meaningful dialogues rather than arguments. And the three tools I highlight are listening properly, rather than spending the time that they're talking, formulating your counter-argument, considering things from the other person's perspective, and approaching every conversation with curiosity. You can check out the episode for a longer discussion. But the do here, do you try to have better conversations? Don't condemn. In the last few days, but really in the last decade, There's been a lot of jumping on people in the comments when they write about their opinions online. Even if someone's made every effort to be sensitive and kind, I've seen threads full of anger, rejection, and calls for everyone to block the poster. But the thing is, the more we condemn people for having opinions that they voice and mark them as undesirable or irredeemable, the less likely we make it that they will ever listen to an alternative view. Rather, they might lean further into their particular belief and possibly down even darker rabbit holes. No matter what side of any situation you sit on, if you want someone to listen to you, then condemning them is never the way to go about it. If you're interested in this idea, I would recommend Naomi Klein's new book, Doppelganger, which, for all you Vampire Diaries fans out there, will feel like familiar territory. So, don't condemn. Do have empathy and patience. The next don't 
don't withdraw. A couple of weeks ago, in episode 13 with Joe Weeb, the founder of Copy Hackers, we touched on the idea that if you don't say anything, then you let the angriest people in the room take up all the oxygen. That's incredibly relevant right now. In every topic, every topic, there is room for nuanced, less strident voices. There's room for questions, for admissions that you don't know at all, for different ideas, for compromise, for a new perspective. Please, please, don't give up the online space to those who shout the loudest or have the angriest prose. Do believe that your voice has a place. Don't reinvent the wheel. Yes, we are all trying to make our mark online to increase our invisibility. We're trying to run businesses after all. But don't be afraid to point your audience towards someone else more knowledgeable or experienced on this particular topic than you. We can't all become experts on everything, no matter how much my ADHD brain tells me that I can. And every time a particular topic hits the news, there will have been many people diligently working on understanding it for years, decades even, before the BBC newsreader brings it to your attention. Honour their work, their effort, and share it, rather than thinking that you have to become the go-to expert on every single issue that matters to you. So, rather than reinventing the wheel, do amplify and credit obviously, those already doing the work. Don't be afraid to apologise. We're only human, and very few of us have massive legal and research departments making sure we don't make mistakes. And, you know, even those who do don't always get it right, shouting out to Pepsi and Bud Light right now. So, rather than if, when you do get something wrong, when you learn more and realise that you didn't have the whole picture back then, when maybe you realise that the resource that you used wasn't 100% factual, the worst thing you can do? Dismiss the people who have highlighted the problem. And the best? Take Molly McPherson's advice. In the spirit of pointing you to people who know more about something than I do, Molly is a PR pro who lives on TikTok giving you behind the scenes of how brands should deal with PR hiccups, or worse. She's even written an article in Forbes on how to craft the perfect online apology, which I will link to in the show notes. Molly has a three-step process that you should go through if you do, as a brand or as a human being, make a mistake. Step one, own it. Acknowledge that you made a mistake. Step two, explain it. Explain the context, why and how it happened. And then step three, promise it. Tell people what you're going to do moving forward so that you do better. You should never be afraid to apologise. It is not a sign of weakness. And rather, the type of approach that your audience will value is to grow in public. And then the last don't, don't give up. By insisting that there are easy answers, or an obvious right or wrong, or things that you have to believe to be part of a particular group. Vested interests keep us polarised. They stop us from finding common ground, and stifle any progress we would make on untangling thorny issues together. 
They steal our power. By engaging with our audiences, with our networks, by reaching out and having curious, nuanced and empathetic conversations across the divide, we take the wind out of their sails and we open up those opportunities to make progress, to make this world a safer place for everyone. I really hope that you will find some of those opportunities today. Thank you for listening to me. And I hope that you found something that helped you plot a path through the online space this week. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Soapbox podcast. You know how these things work by now. If you like the episode, then please share it with your friends. Shout me out on LinkedIn, Peter O'Brien Day, or on Instagram at the Soapbox community or at All Words by Peter. And if you've got a few minutes between your to-do list tasks, then I'd massively appreciate you leaving me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'll see you next week. 